life. I wanna see you bust down. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust down. Pick it up, not break that shit down. Break it down. Speed it up, then slow that shit down on the gang. Slow it down. Bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust down on the gang. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust down. Pick it up, not break that shit down. Break it down. Speed it up, not slow that shit down on the gang. Slow it down. Bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust down. Blue face, baby. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. What'd you? What'd you think of that song? Uh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> that song's like the hottest song in the country right now. Really? Yeah. That's that's news to me. By a rapper named Blueface. Blueface? Yeah. You know who YG is? No. You don't know who the rapper YG is? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, YG, I'm trying to think if you would know a song by YG. <clears throat> Have you ever heard the song Who do you love Or no, uh, please no. Please tell me Why you always hate Why you hate No <laughs> Alright What, what Find like, an uphill battle right now <laughs> What What like scene is that It's West Coast hip hop It's It's hip hop YG's one of the Like the The hottest rappers In the country Blueface is like the He's young But he's like one of the Like the hottest rappers In the country right now Cool That song cool, Tatiana cool, Is cool. like huge but I was gonna say he's like the he it, YG's like a very known like rapper with blood affiliations like okay of the the L A Street Gang the Bloods and Blueface is like the the Crip equivalent of YG. Oh, of that's YG. what the blue is. Yeah, it's not that he's a dog. And there's fan. layers because Blueface is also in what what we call the black community is a is a nickname for hundred dollar bills. Blueface. Yeah, because the new hundred dollar bills are like blue in color. Oh. So like big face like so big face hundreds. Blue faces. Uh, I was thinking he was like a rogue member of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> Not quite. Okay. Cool. Uh, I mean, he also does wear Avatar makeup, so I mean, maybe that's. Oh, that makes I'm sense. Kidding. Okay. He doesn't wear Avatar makeup. <laughs> no, you got it. You got it. Yeah, that song is hot. Do you know what? Do you know? <laughs> so let's break it down. Uh, so that song is important. Not important. I mean, it is important, but. The reason why the YG comparison specifically with that song is apt is because YG's first like big single, like his breakout single was this song called Tooted and Booted. You ever heard that song? Nope. Tooted and Booted? It's that's called a good Tooted name, and Booted. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it means for t- oh, Tooted? Oh, that's like hit and quit it? Kind of. Tooted and Booted? Yeah. Yeah. It just has to rhyme? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Tooted is like an actual like, is an actual phrase in the black community. It means like, basically it's like toot that ass up, like, like toot it up in the air like oh okay okay and so toot it means you know put it up in the air so we can do adult things see and that, then boot it means you know to leave to to yeah give someone the boot see that uh that's so, strange so it's, to... e- it's not even hit it and quit it it's hit it and then make her leave <laughs> <laughs> so it's toot it and then boot it out the door what's weird for me with toot it is that i have a two-year-old so in uh, my world it means fart yeah i guess it could also mean that <laughs> like, hey, lay your farts down and get out of here. <laughs> or like sometimes there's accidental like gas passage when doing uh, yeah. adult things. Like, yeah. oh man, uh, so I had this burrito at lunch. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, uh, I was in the conference room earlier with Becky. I accidentally let some out. So you know me, toot it and boot it. Yeah. 
No, not quite. <laughs> but anyway, YG's first song was called Tooted and Booted, and it was like a huge hit. But it like it sound a lot of people say and it objectively, the Blueface song is like basically an interpolation of that song because it's like it's it's the same instrumentation. Like it's at Rhodes kind of doing mm. chords with like the, the you know the the West Coast eight oh eight claps and stuff like that. Um, and they sound very similar. And actually, uh, YG, there's a remix of of uh, Tatiana with YG on it, so that that was cool to see. Uh, uh, he's not it, on the original one. No, he's not on the original. Uh, no, the oh, original so the was remix. recorded like a year ago before Blueface was famous, oh. but now the song is gaining traction. Gotcha. It's a huge song. It's a music video and everything. Huh. Do you know what do you know what Tatiana means? Uh, I know what thought means. <laughs> okay, and what do so you, then what I'm is assuming it's a combination with Tatiana. What is what does thought mean? So. Uh, I thought means uh, it's, it's T H O T uh-huh. stands for that hoe over there. Okay, great job. Uh, then it's uh, a clever pun with the name Tatiana. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a more like yeah, it's just like an evolution of the word thought Tatiana, Tatiana. And you know, a bust down means I don't like. So I'm assuming that's like. It's like a double meaning. So, like, you could say bust down. It depends on the context. See, hip-hop slang is becoming its own language, which is really cool. But, like, if it depends on the context. Because if you're talking about, like, a piece of jewelry, like, if you're talking about a Rolex and you say, oh, man, he's got the bust down Rolex, that means it's, like, <laughs> it basically bust down in that context means, like, of its high of like the highest form which usually means there's like a bunch of diamonds on it so if i say i i went and bought a rolex and then i took it to the jeweler to get bust down like that means i took it to the jeweler to put a bunch of diamonds on it gotcha so you could say uh yeah i got a a honda civic um from craigslist uh but i took it to exhibit and got it bust down (laughs) exactly you took it to west coast customs to get bust down Yo, yo, yo. We, we heard you like bust down Rolexes. So we bust down your bust down and your bust down Rolex. We, we bust down your Lexus to be a Rolex Rolexus. Yes. A bust down Rolex Rolexes. Yeah, that's good. But in so that's one context of it. Um, so the other meaning of it when talking about a woman is basically you're saying that woman is fallacious. Okay, yeah, that's the, what I was going to yeah, assume. Yeah, in the yeah. sense that, like, she... Also, is, is, that's a very expensive <laughs> word for what we're talking it, it's about. It's a bust-down word? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a bust-down word. Um, yeah, so, like, and, and the implication is that not only does she engage in that kind of activity a lot, but she enjoys engaging in that kind of activity. Right. So, I mean, there's so there's a little silver lining in it. <laughs> um, can I ask you a dumb question about bust down? You can down? ask me anything you want about bust down. Uh, if I were to text this to someone. Or I would. I would. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I'm just curious. What is the spelling? B-U-S-T or B-U-S-S-E-D? No, it's not bust. Like, <laughs> like, like you shipped that table it. table like is it, bust down because like I'm the oh, bus boy? Oh, I thought you meant it arrived via bus transpo. <laughs> Yeah, I, I bust down. Uh, See, if you were a rapper, you could use that as a bar in like one of your raps. You could be like, "Oh yeah, you went to the mall, thought your girl was a bust down Tatiana. She got off the metro, so she's a bust down Tatiana or something." You know, yeah. you can have that bar for free. Like clever, clever wordplay. You can have that for free. Thank you. No, it's B U S T, like bust, like yeah. bust down. Gotcha. Like diamonds is busting out, like it's bust down. 
Okay. I, I would have so. assumed when you were saying the, the Rolex um, uh, example, I would have assumed that because of the word bust, like it's fake. Oh, really? Like it's broke down. Okay, I could see that. But it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. Like it's diamonds like the are best. busting out. Yeah, but like, but that it just depends on your drip. Do you know what I mean by drip? Uh, style. Yeah, or swag. Cool, like cool, cool, it's cool. it's the word that replaced swag once white people started using swag. <laughs> uh, no, we don't want that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that anymore. Um, so drip. Like, so it depends on your particular drip, though, because like. The bust down, the bust down Rolex could be your style, like like somebody like you know a lot of rappers from Atlanta wear like the bust down with the jewelry and stuff like that, like because that like the whole the whole drip of Atlanta is like it's starting to change now with more Atlanta rappers embracing like like designer clothes, but for a long time and I think it's still that way now, like the, like it comes out of like drug like drug dealer culture where like as soon as you get a bag full as soon as you get a bag of money you spend it on the most expensive thing possible and so a lot of times you'll see drug dealers with a really expensive diamond watch or diamond jewelry and like the same wife beater and like levi's jeans they've been wearing their whole life <laughs> right and so that became like the the style in atlanta and the south and stuff like that where like even rappers that have money would still wear like you know the Hanes t-shirt with like the regular you know hundred dollar pair of jeans but with a hundred dollar pair of jeans well you know I mean that's about I've never spent a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans <laughs> if you bought Levi's you've gotten close to that like 60 that's forty dollars away from a hundred yeah which is only sixty percent of a hundred if you if your doctor said hey man uh, you got a sixty percent chance of of surviving the surgery you'd want him to put the positive spin on it right you don't want him to be like, hey, you're you're almost to a hundred. You wouldn't want him to be like, uh, it's sixty. Well, in, it's in, not a hundred. In that case, yeah. <laughs> All right, so give 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 Atlanta hip hop culture the same benefit of the All doubt. Right. All right. So like that became the style. Like the drip would be like to wear the same like you know hood you know vibes, but with like the bust down Rolex. So but now more rappers are wearing like 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 uh like designer stuff. But anyway, all that to say. So your drip could be like, oh, I want the, the you know, I got, you know, a hundred grand to spend. Let me get the bus down Rolly, right? But in other parts of the country or for other like dudes within that or ladies within that style, like you could get the Rolex. It's, it's doper to have just the gold Rolex with no diamonds because that scene is like, that's just not your drip. Like you don't want to wear diamonds. You don't have to worry about getting robbed. Uh, so like you just wear like the plain gold Rolly and you know what that's called? Like what the word for that is? No. Plain Jane. Plain Jane? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like an East Coast thing. Uh, have you heard Plain Jane by ASAP Ferg? No. That's another really good oh, song. All the ASAPs I'm not uh, familiar with. Can you exp- can you break that down for me? Because <laughs> there's like ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Is there another ASAP I'm missing? There's ASAP Yams. There's a lot of ASAP. ASAP Yams? He, he passed away, so don't say anything crazy. Oh. R.I.P. <laughs> Uh, no, ASAP is like their, their crew out there. Like, it's like a New York, oh, okay. like, like a New York, like a crew of rappers and other individuals and ASAP, I think it stands for something. Not as soon as possible. I think the ASAP stands for something particularly as for their dollar sign as possible. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it stands for something. I can't remember what it is right now, but they all adopt that moniker and put their own thing after it. Gotcha. Like ASAP Ferg, like his real last name is Ferguson. So that's where. Oh, that so from. no relation to Fergie. No. Okay. Although uh, his next album is rumored to be called Fergalicious, so <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I'd definitely listen to it then. So he has a song called Plain Jane, and that like you can that so like you can be like if you told me oh I got a Rolex 
and you were black, I would, <laughs> I would say, oh, is it plain? Did you keep it plain Jane or did you get it bust down? Like that you could ask that like. I mean, I probably wouldn't be having any that conversation with anyone because I don't know anybody with enough money to buy a bust down Rolex. But. Could you take that to other things other than, uh, like Brandon, jewelry? You're white. The world is yours. You can do whatever you want. I mean, plain Jane and bust down. Can you, like, uh, like when you're planning uh, your son Owen's next birthday party? Yeah. Like, was it a plain Jane? Like, hey, babe, party? should we? Uh, you know, he's turning three. Should we just do like a plain Jane cake or should we bust it down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. It'd be funny. She wouldn't know what you're talking about, but it'd be funny to me. I know. So I guess to make it worth it, I'd have to be there every time you said it. Uh, <laughs> that, hey, that's I'm down. All right. Um, what I've realized actually, though, is that I uh, say I say things in my in my life to other people that I don't say to her. Nothing crazy. You guys aren't communicating well? Well, no, we do communicate very well, oh. but you know how it is. Like, is. I'm not married, so I don't know how it is. Well, no, but you have a, a serious significant other. Okay. Uh, like I do. She's great. But Do, what, do you tell Julie, like, hey, uh, whoa, whoa. hey, are you going <laughs> to get that bust down? Would you say that to Julie? She, I don't know. If she, she probably knows what that, that means at this point, so I might say it to her, but I wouldn't say it to her. Like, because we don't talk like that every day because we have no use for words like that because, right, like, right, right, we're right. not putting diamonds on anything. Right. So, if I said it to her, there'd be a layer of irony to it. Right. Well, because, like... Like, so, when... And we we have a lot of things like that that we say to each other because they started off as ironic, but then they just become part of our conversation. Yeah. Like, when we first met, we, like, both... Wait, can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. So... Because <laughs> no. you guys do that. Well, that that's that's one of them. But like, what I was gonna say was that's funny. Um, uh, we when we very very first started dating, um, we both expressed to each other how we think it's really annoying that almost every couple in the world calls each other babe for mm. like for play play. Mm-hmm. So like for what play play was that? Uh, it's just a cool hip black guy way of saying like it's not like, a, f- like it's a bust down term of yeah. It's like for play like. But for play sounds weird. Like your pet play. name? Huh? You'd like your pet name? Yeah. Which I also don't like. That's that a weird term. name. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's weirder. a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'd go we you know, we, it started off we'd call each other babe ironically and we'd do it the most annoying way possible. Right. So it was always like babe, like cuz that's how like annoying couples are. Like they sounds always, like a sheep almost. <laughs> babe. babe. <laughs> that's good. So it just became like basically every time we used it, it was like a race to see who could be the most annoying with it and so that has evolved to like we went from like babe to babe to beep beep and to beep now it's at beep so now we call each other beep and we don't even do it ironically it's like kind of our thing now yeah so instead of babe we call each other beep so like she saved in my phone is beep b-e-e-b okay it's weird huh actually that this is weird so we go hi beep but i need i need to tell you this (laughs) yeah um so i uh, had a former roommate who nicknamed me Beebs, like Justin Bieber. No, just B E E B S. I think 
by the transitive property you and I are dating right now. Right. That's what I'm confused <laughs> about. Uh, and it's it's worth bringing up and sorting out. Yeah. Uh, but so I like had a, uh, for a it's while. It's going to make it less weird when we kiss now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Because before it. it's it's been weird so far, it's but now nah, I, I think it's easy. I think it's easier. It'll now. be more comfortable. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, I had at one point. I had a. This was years ago. I kept a dream blog. Where <laughs> okay. Where I'm not talking about like my hopes and dreams. No, no, that would e- that would be normal. <laughs> that, that, that would be oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like a like a like a yeah, like a goals journal, like a like a to do list. Great, great, got it. No, you mean like the, the like weird I ass, wake up like and metaphysical go, dreams. Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, what was that? I better write that down. That's, and I start typing. That's some white people stuff, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, crazy. And I named it because at the time the the roommate i was living with he nicknamed me beebs um i was your roommate scooter braun (laughs) (laughs) um i named the blog beebs's dreams and i tried to uh look it up the other day um and then i i couldn't find it great story (laughs) so the dreams are lost to the internet so yeah we call each other beeb beeb how did we get there uh, bust down. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Terminology you use around your significant other. Yeah. Because, like, I'll say uh, the phrase, like, that's whack. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And as you should, because there's many things in life that are whack. Right. Yeah. But I don't ever say it around her. And so the really? other day, I said it. And I was like, ah, oh, man, that's whack. And she was like, what? That That is weird. I think. Because there's nothing that I say to my friends, like, or there's no kind of terminology that I use with, like, my buddies that I don't use around my girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, I don't use, I don't use the N-word around her, but it's not that I wouldn't, I just never need to. Right. Because <laughs> I'm never talking, because <laughs> she's not, and whenever we're talking about someone who is... I don't know if I ever, cause I don't know. It's weird. I would use. I'm gonna start. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> you know, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let her know. I'm gonna change her name in my phone from Beeb to Nigga. Is that okay? <laughs> it's your prerogative, man. No, Whatever you want to do. I, I don't use the N word around her, uh, and not that I wouldn't. But what I I guess maybe it's an underlying like concern that like I don't want to provide an environment where she might feel comfortable using it. Not that she would, but like right. I I've been raised to like not raised, but like because uh, I was never like I don't know. At least in my experience, like that was not something that was taught to you. Like here's how and when you use the n word, and here's who's right. not allowed to say it. Right. It's just a cultural thing that you just like develop. So like, but around white people, I don't even like to cultivate an environment where like white people think that that's okay well yeah so like but i mean she can say whatever she wants she can't but she can say whatever she wants (laughs) because she's my girlfriend but she would never say that like i think she would say it maybe if like she was drunk no i'm kidding if she she might say it if like uh she was telling me a story and the and someone used the not even then she probably wouldn't no no i i i just don't think for white people there's like really any setting or situation the only thing i could think of is if you were like reading a story mm-hmm. and, and you were like there. yeah and it was well, like, like if you're acting in a play or a movie yeah. yeah like leonardo dicaprio in Django. that's always kind of been my 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 thing with uh 
what's his name? Quentin Tarantino. And it's a common criticism, but like, like he just seems so infatuated with the word because it's like, it is in every one of his scripts that he writes. It's his own personal like purge. What does that mean? Uh, like the one time, he the could, one safe zone where he can except in every movie. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, he can't do it in his, his ordinary life, so he writes scripts for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's always been my criticism. I'm like, why are you so fascinated with that word? I'm like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if I if I could write movies and I knew every movie I wrote, Samuel Jackson could be in it. Oh, yeah. I, I would write the same. I'd write the same thing. <laughs> Because who doesn't want to make Samuel Jackson just cuss for hours and hours? Right. Well, he's that's the greatest, why you hire him. He's our. He's the greatest explicit orator of our time. <laughs> no one cusses better than Samuel Jackson. Explicit orator. As the guy in the Matrix says, he's like, it's like wiping your ass with silk. Remember, the, remember that the guy? The French guy? The Merovingian? Mer- yeah. Yeah, we got to do a Matrix deep Dude. dive. We got to get somebody on here and do that. Dive in there. Yeah, so... Blueface, Tatiana. It's a good song. Blueface. See, with uh, with hip-hop, like, I didn't grow up listening to hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And I got into it with early Kanye mm-hmm. and, like, Jay-Z, the Black Album. Mm-hmm. And, like, that kind of, like, Common and, like, Most Def and, like, that kind of group. So, like, hip-hop with roads in it? Yeah, exactly. Like that that's what like got me into it. It's like hip hop, you know, with chords. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. That was a great era of hip hop to get into for sure. Yeah. And so it was then, an undeniable era. It was then difficult for me to get into or as much get into this like modern hip hop. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it, but I think you're robbing yourself of of a lot of context that I think will help you appreciate the, the spectrum that hip hop can exist on. And it doesn't have to just be one thing that's pleasing to one type of person, you know, I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that's why like, um, like a lot of the gangster rappers of like the NWA era and like ice T and ice cube and all those guys, like, that's why they fought so hard to like get respected like by mm-hmm. MTV and like those kind of media outlets because like they knew like hip hop started in the 80s with like you know Sugar Hill Gang and stuff yeah, like that man. so like it started from a very like kind of like positive like place and like stuff like that but i think what like what Wu-Tang and like p- particularly what like the gangster rap era in like the 90s, the late 80s and the 90s. Like that's why they fought so hard to get respected because like, I mean, blackness and hip hop and by a greater extent, blackness should be able to exist on as wide or even wider a spectrum as yeah. any other people yeah. group. But yeah, like, for sure. it's like, why is the only hip hop that's celebrated like the kind that's, you know, p- pleasing to white sensibilities and that yeah, ch- yeah. that's changed and I think for the better. Now, I mean, now you can, you know, make the hip hop that, as the artist, you can make hip hop that resonates with you and be celebrated for it, which is kind of, it's kind of dope. Yeah. I mean, you have Migos, who are like the biggest group on the planet and, you know, white people, I mean, <laughs> white people don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> the, you haven't lived until you've seen like, uh, walk it like I talk it played at a white wedding and just white people just like not knowing what to do. It's great. Is that uh, from your personal experience as a DJ? Yeah. 
It's, uh, uh, I feel I feel like that is too deep of a cut for white people. Walking like a target? No, yeah. man. Or I mean, any. Pick, well, you said I you just said, said walking like a target, but pick any Migo song. Well, you said they don't know what to do. Versace. Um, what's another Migo song? Uh, what was the the big the first one? First big one. Um, hmm, probably Versace it was the one Drake was on. He remixed. No, Versace, the one I'm Versace, thinking of. Uh, head on me like I'm Luminati. You don't drip, remember? drip. Uh, that was raindrop. That was not. Oh, you <laughs> raindrop, drop top. That not. There's no drip in there. No, but it's raindrop. What's that song? Uh, bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. That was like the first big one that white people knew. They had been out. That song was in like 2012 or something. Like no, it was later than that. It was like 2015, right? Yeah, 16. Uh, Amigos have been making music since 2010. Oh, something like that. Something crazy. Oh. Yeah, they have a song by called like Versace. It's called Versace. Like on the feature- floor, the Bruno Mars song. <laughs> Don't do that, dude. I love that. That song's from like 2012. So, you- but yes, Bad and Bougie was like their first, like I would say, mainstream hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, white people don't know what to do with that either. <laughs> it's really funny because you can't like that style of music. Like you can't like you can't dance to that unless you're black. You know. Right. Because you just, because the only way you know how to, oh, now we're getting into it. The only way you know how to like vibe to Migos is if you, so there's no Soulja Boy. Well, there's still Soulja Boy. Shout out to Big Draco. But there's no like Soulja Boy like teaching going on in the goal of songs like teach you how to dance to it. Like On which song? Oh, just in general. Just in general. Oh, okay. So like now to, in order to. I think social media has made black culture, it's kind of a catch-22, because social media has made black hip-hop culture more pervasive than ever, Yeah. Um, but also more difficult to, um, what's the word, like, gentrify, I guess, or to appropriate, okay. because, like, in order to know how to vibe to Amigo song, like, you can't just turn on MTV and, like... Oh, look, there's there's Quavo from Migos in the song teaching me how to do the dance. Now, as a white person, I can do it at the country club. No, it's like <laughs> country club. Like, <laughs> like that's where hip, young white people go to get their groove on. Right. Um, now, like, if you want to know, like, how do I do the bust down dance? There is a bust down dance. There is. If I want to know how to do that, like, I have to engage and go and seek and find... I have to be engaged in the culture because so, the dances, because they happen virally, like you have to be engaged in the culture, at least on a surface level, enough to to know when a dance like that is made up. Because yeah. you didn't even know there's a bust down dance. Nope. Or like the In My Feelings uh, dance is a good example of that. Because uh-huh. like, I mean, that one w- became a little bit more mainstream, but like you had to know like the shiggy challenge or whatever that was that made the in my the in my feelings of drake kiki do you love me like you have to be engaged in culture to know that there's a dance to that because i can play that same song at a black wedding and everyone's like hey doing the dance and doing the challenge stuff like that i could play that at a white wedding and like they know the words because it's a drake song but they they're just like yeah okay yeah okay right on like they don't know that there's a dance to it this country club dj rules exactly so it's crazy i think yeah that's wild so like yeah so now like you have to really be engaged at least on a service level like with hip-hop culture in order to like keep up with it because if if you're not you won't keep up with it because the songs that make because of the streaming era the songs that make the billboard hot 100 like are nowhere near a good barometer for like what's actually hot like because there'll be a song that's like 
hot within the black hip hop community for months before if before it gets to Billboard, if it even gets to Billboard, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like Tatiana is probably on Billboard at this point, but that song's been hot for like a month now, and you've never even heard of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you like you have to be engaged, which I think is good for hip hop ultimately, because now you have to be as invested in hip hop to enjoy it um, as much as you do any other genre of music, if not more, because hip hop is so much of it is like, you know, it's popularized by word of mouth and the internet rather than. Here's what Kiss FM says is popular. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ryan Seacrest doesn't know who Blueface is. Definitely not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's your that's a sans hip-hop corner for today. All right. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend? <laughs> uh, what did I do this weekend? Not much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, that's, <laughs> okay. That's pretty Great. much it. Um, uh, I stayed in a hotel this past weekend. Where? Uh, San Clemente. Ooh. Yeah. Beach I de- town? Yeah. I DJed a wedding in San Clemente. It was a beautiful wedding. Um, bride and groom were both like high level athletes, which is crazy. Hmm. Um, like the groom was a, a, he's a boxer and the- Manny Pacquiao? <laughs> it's not Manny Pacquiao. He's already married. Okay. Uh, the groom is a boxer and the bride is a gymnast. Oh wow! And so Simone Biles, <laughs> it was not Simone Biles. Um, I don't know any other gymnast. So come on, dude. Uh, what's the other one? Carrie Strug was going to be my next. Ali Ali Reisman. No. I don't uh, know. Gabby Douglas. Okay, why do you know so many gymnasts? Because gymnastics is like my favorite sport to watch at the Summer Olympics. It's it's right. gymnastics, and then it's track and field. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the order, but um. So I stayed in a hotel and staying in a hotel is probably on my personal list of, of top 10 things. It's probably number two. Number one is food, food, hotels. Yes. Uh, Staying in a hotel, uh, in the, in the, in the general list of top 10 things, it's probably a little lower. It's probably like fifth or sixth, but my personal list, it's second. (laughs) Wait, what's the difference between the personal list and the general? Well, the general list applies to everyone. My list only applies to me. Well, but you are personally making the general list. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying they're really one and the same. No, they're, they're different. You know, as a DJ, I get paid to know what's best for other people. In a, a For a party. Yeah. Yeah, for music choices. For a party, for a wedding. Yeah, for... but, they're, but they're not like, hey, uh, what kind of food should we have? What should our colors be for a wedding? Uh, they should. <laughs> Cause think I Cause. think I think and I'm gonna get into my Kanye rant right not my not my rant about uh-oh, Kanye but uh-oh. my Kanye style rant I'm about to tap into my own dragon energy right now <laughs> uh, I think there's like people are born with like one innate like personality trait that usually ma- it's the one thing that they're really good at like their personality lends them to be really good and not just their personality but their entire makeup it leads them to be really good at and it manifests itself in different skills or traits and i think uh, un- unpack that what's the i don't know all of them i'm kind of discovering them as i live oh, life okay but i think one of them is like heightened aesthetic awareness how how does that manifest itself in various you look at all the people who have created things that like hinge like the success of those things 
hinge on aesthetical va- aesthetic value. I don't think aesthetical is a word. Aesthetic value, like Elon Musk. Mm. He's a great engineer, but what makes the Tesla appealing ultimately is aesthetic. Is the is its aesthetic value. If the Tesla looked like the Chevy the, HHR, the tes- <laughs> no one would drive it. Yeah. Um, think but, the, about- but the Tesletics are strong enough that people want to buy it. <laughs> exactly. The Tesla aesthetics. Te- yeah. <laughs> the testetics. Te- uh, the testicles is what you're. The testicles what you're is what I'm for. saying. <laughs> Testetical cancer. Um, <laughs> if think about think about Steve Jobs. Imagine yep. if the iPhone looked like. I don't know. Pick a terrible phone that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> we wouldn't have it. Like, like and, the uh, T-Mobile Sidekick. No, hold on. That's a great phone. <laughs> And they never should have discontinued They it. should have never. Specifically, the T-Mobile Sidekick 2, the black one, that phone was fire. And if they brought that back and made a smartphone version of it, I would throw my iPhone in the trash <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'd probably have both. But the T-Mobile Sidekick is a good... The swivel screen? Come on, man. With the full QWERTY keyboard on there? Well, if they, if they made a smartphone version, you could make the keyboard into just a touch screen. Yeah, but, but still have so you're going to have two touchscreens? Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because that's the most balling shit you could ever do <laughs> on a phone. That's the most bust-down phone you could possibly <laughs> exactly. have. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, did you get the sidekick or the bust-down sidekick? <laughs> um, no, seriously. Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, so I think there are some people that are really gifted with aesthetics. Or someone like um, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Or any probably any of the best music producers in the world. Most of them... If you go through the history of music producers, most of the most talented and and like lauded music producers are probably not the best musicians. Like they're mm-hmm. probably not the best executors of like the uh, the musical, like the you know whatever that stuff is. Like um, if you told Quincy Jones to sit out at a piano, he's probably a good player. But there's probably a million better piano players uh, yeah, than he is, yeah. right? But he has this ear for aesthetics that knows that's the right note for that time and place. Mm-hmm. And I think most producers are that. Like, P. Diddy can't play anything, but he has nice. some of the most hits of any producer in the world. And I think a lot of individuals have the ear for aesthetics or the eye for aesthetics or whatever it is, but it manifests itself in whatever you're brought up around. Some people, it's for, for some people, it's music. Some people, it's it's directing. Uh, most of the best directors in the world can't act worth a lick. Have you ever seen Steven Spielberg in a movie? No, there's a reason for that. Right. <laughs> uh, but he's an amazing director. I think DJs for the most part have like that, that it's manifested in them to know exactly what the right flow of music should be mm-hmm, in any given mm-hmm. situation. But I do think ultimately that that eye or ear or that mind for aesthetics, it may manifest itself most in a certain thing because that's what you were, you've chosen to apply it to, but I don't think it's limited to that. So like, I think that's why so many producers and creatives that start in one lane can go to another lane and do that just as well Mm -hmm. because they have that same eye and ear for aesthetics they're just using it for different things so you have kanye who can go over into fashion and kill that or you have you know you have ice cube move from music to hip to movies are we there yet yeah not are we there yet (laughs) (laughs) but no seriously like you take ice cube the rapper who goes over and makes these movies that have made millions and millions of dollars I mean, the, the Friday franchise alone has made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. I think, I mean, that's my goal. Like, I want to be, 
You want to change lanes. I want to. I want to not only tell people what's best for their their music playlist. I want to tell people what's best for their everything playlist. You just want their t- life list. Ooh. You just want to tell people what to do. Basically, it's yeah. what it, I'm a narcissist. Right, cool. How's your relationship doing? It's it's on the rocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she started saying some words. It's that's ah, weird. <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, staying in hotels. I did that this weekend. Uh, it was great. Why I, do you love staying in hotels so much? Because it's it's the best case living scenario possible. It's if if you're willing to spend a little money, and even now hotels are like even cheap hotels are nice now. You can spend ninety ninety to a hundred dollars a night for like a really nice hotel. Um, so I spent a hundred bucks on a hotel room down by the beach, and it's the most ideal living situation because like it's gonna be the nicest room you've probably ever been in, <laughs> and right. you're not paying. You can crank the air conditioning all night long, so you can make your room 60 degrees if you want, and especially if you're by yourself, no one's there to complain. Oh, I love doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Being by yourself? Specifically, being by myself in hotels so that I can crank the AC. <laughs> yes. And if you're staying for more than one night, you know that in the morning, you get to wake up, go down the lobby, have free breakfast, and then when you come back, the room is immaculately clean again by magic. So it's kind of like when you're a, like a little, little kid. Yes. It's exactly like being a little kid. Except the wait staff uh, is standing in for your mom. And and the wait staff can't complain to you about how filthy the room is. <laughs> right. <laughs> you could literally bleed all over the sheets and like you're not going to hear about it. <laughs> It's crazy. It's like the I don't know why why more people don't stay in hotels all the time. Uh let me ask you a question. I would question. live in a hotel if I could afford it. Really? Yeah. Uh while me, while I'm not married. Right. Once you have a family, you kind of want to be in your own space, but man, until then. Maybe I should just get a house and hire a full-time house cleaning staff <laughs> that are there always. <laughs> not just come once a month. I want you there every day. I want you to live there. Oh, live there. But I never want to see you if I don't want to see you, you know? Right. Don't Basically, talk to me. I want to own slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we have uh, come come full circle, and we have justified uh, the idea of slavery. Yeah. Okay, th- cool. You think this is the exact same conversation that the founding fathers had when they decided how they're going to run the country? They're like, huh? You know, we're, we fled e- we fre- we fled England to uh, to live freely, and I think that's what we all want. Everyone to just be free. Here, 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 yeah, here, here. Everyone to just be free and enjoy equality and make something of themselves, and we'll all just help out each other and we'll live free. But you know, it'd be real nice <laughs> to have someone to make my bed and clean all my things and cut cut the pigs open and and just just serve it to me as bacon and. <laughs> And basically do all the stuff I don't want to do, and I never have to see them if I don't want to, and I don't really have to talk to them. And Is there anything like that? Is there anything like that? They're like, no. Could we start something like that? <laughs> yeah, that's probably how it went. And then, you know, 200 years later, we have slavery. There we go. Or actually, it probably wasn't 200 years. I think slavery happened before that. I don't know. This isn't a history podcast. <laughs> um... What I don't understand about hotels... And I, I thought you were going to say what you don't understand about slavery. <laughs> what I don't understand about slavery is, why didn't they I just am- leave? <laughs> I have a lot of slavery material, but I'll save it for another time. <laughs> yeah. You're still workshopping it? If you want to catch Brandon working out his slavery material, he's at the uh, he's at the comedy cellar next weekend doing two nights. 
He'll be at the Laugh Factory on Chocolate Sunday. <laughs> trying out his slavery material. <laughs> the thing I don't get about slavery is... It was a long time ago. <laughs> Lighten up. Um, no, about uh, hotels. Uh-huh. Is I think it's funny that they went, okay, cool. So, hotel... We're building a hotel. Here's what we're going to need. They're going to need a bed. They're going to need a bathroom. We'll change the sheets for them. What's the next thing that people are going to need? And someone's like, ice. And everyone's like, yup, ice machine plus an ice bucket. Everyone needs ice. I don't, in my normal life, I'm not like, where's the ice? You never have a need for a giant bucket of ice (laughs) when you're just at home? Yeah. So how come people in hotels are like... Where's the ice? Well, see, I think you I think you're taking modern conveniences of being at home for granted. Cuz on in your house, you probably have a freezer where mm-hmm. you can just store ice and so you have ice whenever you need it. Not that you'll ever need a giant bucket of ice, but you'll have it whenever you need it. At hotel rooms, there's not that same luxury. There's no ice tray in the freezer. That freezer is not strong enough to freeze ice in a time frame that you would need it. So they have an ice machine, ice machine. So if you're there for a week, you have, you know, enough ice to go around. You know, because most houses you can just walk up to the fridge and hit the button. And, I, you yeah, you know that was a that was a good impression. Thanks, you, I've been working. You transported on it. me there. Yeah, wow. I took a uh, Fred Armisen masterclass <laughs> in Eagle Rock this last week of uh, how to do inanimate object sounds. Was, well, yeah. However much it was, it was worth it. It was twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. How many people in the in the class? It's just me and him. Oh, that's totally worth it then. Yeah, that's great. He said, he said, actually, he goes by Mark now, so I had to call him Mark, and he really didn't look like Fred Armisen either, but he said he just got, like, a haircut and gained some weight, and... Oh, okay. It it may not have been Fred Armisen now that I think about it. Oh, Mark Armisen? No, his last name wasn't Armisen either. Oh. It was Harmon. Mark Harmon? Mark Harmon. From (laughs) NCIS? Just kidding. All right. Edit. Um, Mark this point for edit? Just kidding. Edit, 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 edit. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, hotels are awesome. They're the greatest thing in the world. Also, pro pro tip for anyone traveling alone. Um, I travel alone a lot. Uh, to work and stuff. Not a lot. I don't want to brag. It was a weird flex. <laughs> I travel alone a lot. Uh, <laughs> weird flex. But okay. Um, not a lot, but a couple times a year. And pro tip, if you're, excuse me, pro tip. Uh, I didn't want to get the P in the... Pro uh, tip! Uh, I don't want the P to sound weird. If you get the... If you're traveling by yourself, always say two adults if you're booking online so you get the double bid. Does that cost more? Not usually. Have you done one adult and you get a, like a, a twin bed? <laughs> no. Usually usually places don't have a twin bed anymore. Right. Cause you, oh, because you want... No, not a double size bed. You want two beds. Yes, I want two beds in the room. So, why do you need two beds? You don't need two beds, but this is America. <laughs> so, if I want two beds, I can have one. You're like, hell yeah. I got two beds. I got my ice. I'm ready to go. Because well, if you have the second bed, you can like, that's where you can lay out your clothes for like the next day. You can like really unpack your, if you're staying for a few days, you can unpack your bag. You can like, it's just nice to have something else, like another, like a, like another, like an elevated floor that's softer. Yes. For your things. Yeah. And even if you are traveling with another person, like a significant other, or in your case, your wife, um, you can get the double room, the double bedroom with two beds in it. And one can be the sex bed. 
and the other one is, I'm not kidding and the other one is a sleeping bed I'm dead serious could you all have you ever done adjoining rooms that are also uh, I'm not rich I'm not rich <laughs> alright <laughs> weird flex I'm just saying you could have sleeping bed sex bed stuff bed where you put all your stuff and then I don't know bonus bed the ice bed you know like you know like you, you want to have a the double bed is worth it especially if you're traveling with your wife because in the first bed you it can be the sex bed you can do whatever you want no regrets don't have to hold back because you know at the end of it no one has to lay here <laughs> at 9 a.m those <laughs> sheets are coming off exactly no like like you can literally you can sweat as much as you want and like you no one has to lay in it it's it's amazing <clears throat> yeah okay you've made a, a case for um speaking with, of which valentine's day is coming up <laughs> as we record this valentine's day is what a week from now yep what are you gonna you got any plans no surprises i'm assuming uh no um uh your poor wife <laughs> uh Just well we're cares. not gonna do anything on valentine's day uh-huh why we're gonna do something on the next day is that a conscious choice for both of you yes why because we don't want to go out in the, in in the hustle the, and bustle yes. of valentine's day yeah i get that uh I mean, you could just make a reservation now and it would be fine well no i just like that many people all out there it's not the reservation issue it's just like so many people it's like it's, it's like right. going it's christmas like, shopping on christmas eve have you ever done that um no it's madness no same same thing bunch of people eyeing each other and like playing footsie and nothing that's cute dude you gotta go to no, disneyland no, trying something. to eat no that's cool where are you guys that's going? like going to ikea on a sunday afternoon i'm not down i've never done that in my entire life i've never been i've been to ikea but never on a trip that i needed something to get oh well trust me it sucks I don't believe in Ikea because I don't like putting stuff together. You don't believe in Ikea. So you keep using this term believe. Yeah. Like you don't. I don't support the belief in Ikea. (laughs) I don't. Like. like, Because if I'm going to a furniture. See, Ikea is all wrong. They shouldn't call it a furniture store. They should call it a furniture parts store. Because when you go and buy a, that's true. When that's you go true. and buy the stuff, it, you don't get the chair that you sat in in the store, and you're like, "Oh, this is so comfortable." They it's give like, you a box of tools. It's like the Blue Apron of furniture. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Papa Murphy's of furniture. <laughs> no, not even Papa Murphy's. It's like getting a Boboli pizza it, crust. It, it's like it's like if your mom was like, "Hey guys, you want pizza tonight?" You're like, "Yeah!" And then she goes to the grocery store and comes back with all the ingredients necessary. She's like, "Here you go," and you're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I don't want to build a cabinet. I just want a cabinet. If I wanted to build a cabinet, I would just learn how to build a cabinet and go out and you know chop wood and do it the right way. But no, I just want, style. like why can't I just buy a chair? Well, you can. It's just more expensive. Yeah, that's, that's, fu- thing. that's fine. I'm balling. <laughs> yeah, we- you see my you see my watch. It's a bust <laughs> yeah, down Rolex. Yeah, you and your your bust down hotel room too. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't believe in IKEA. Well, see, you, it's, like, it's the, dishonest. The term, be- <laughs> the term believe, like, like you don't. It sounds like you're saying you don't believe it exists. I think if if IKEA wants to be a really uh, transparent company and be really honest with their customers, they shouldn't. At every display, when the, you know you walk by and you see a really comfortable looking chair, a really nice looking table, 
at every display, they should have an employee standing there who takes you through the steps of putting it together <laughs> to give you a real time idea of how like hard it is to put together. It would be yeah, or there could be a video of just someone assembling it, and you're like, oh, this guy looks really frustrated. I, uh, it's not gonna be for me. Yeah, that, but they they'll never do that because they just want you to buy it, and then when it breaks in three months because you forgot to put in, you know. You didn't have an Allen wrench, so you just said, you know what, I'm just going to not <laughs> put in these six screws, and then your yeah. chair implodes in three months. Yeah, it's. I just don't believe in Ikea. It's dishonest. Uh, well, They Ikea... don't sell you a car with all the parts separate, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess not. I was trying to think if there was one, but there's not. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, Ikea on a Sunday is madness, and you should never go. Uh, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, man, I'm not sure yet. Um, uh, me and my girlfriend's anniversary is, is on Christmas Eve, so, like, we just had it. Christmas Eve? Yeah. Wow, no pressure. She's my Christmas miracle. Oh, you're so sweet. She's my first Noel. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's my miracle on 34th Street. (laughs) Stop it. And also my nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, uh, yeah, so our, our anniversary is on Christmas Eve. So we just had our anniversary. So, like, I don't, and my birthday's in January. So, like, I've gotten what I've needed for the past two months. So <laughs> I, I'm good. I don't know. If she feels like she needs something for Valentine's Day. If she does, then she'll uh, be sorely. Yeah, let me go ahead and let you know that she does. No, we'll probably go to dinner, and yeah. we'll probably go on Valentine's Not Day. Nothing you need to like get her a, like anything fancy, but like yeah, going out, doing like something. A bust down Rolex. Yeah, get her. I'll just get her a plain Jane Rolex. <laughs> She's like, you couldn't even get the bust down one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll probably go get dinner somewhere, like a, a nice chop house or something. Mmm. Go get a a burger done right, <laughs> as you laid out last time. Yeah. Have you, uh, are you, uh, are you a steakhouse kind of guy? So these days mm-hmm. I don't eat meat. Mm, oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, so where do vegans go for <laughs> nice? No, I'm serious. Where do vegans go for nice Valentine's day dinner? Uh, there's lots of places. Um, <laughs> like, like, well, if it's a nice dinner, um, real food daily is, is good. Uh, but see, that Sage? doesn't sound romantic though. Have you been to Sage? That sounds romantic. No, I've never been to Sage. What kind of food is it? Uh, it's vegan. Yeah, it's all. It's but like what style? Mostly food? vegan. It's just kind of a little everything. Hmm. Just kind of like burgers and. Mm, I've of, only been all to of breakfast, this in, in air quotes. Yes. See, I don't want to go to a Valentine's Day dinner at a place that also serves breakfast. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, quick question. You guys do all day breakfast, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. You should only go to a Valentine's Day dinner at a place that is like a dinner only place, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want to go to a place that also makes pan like I don't want to eat a val- short stack. <laughs> I don't want to eat Valentine's Day even if they don't do breakfast all day. I don't want to eat Valentine's Day dinner at a place that has all the tools necessary to make pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> like the the breakfast buffet recently closed. And like it still kind of smells like breakfast sausage. Yeah. Like, if I go somewhere and I ask for bacon, I want them to judge me. Like, that's the type of Valentine's Day dinner I want. Yeah, yeah. See, like, you got to eat meat, dude. That's like the fanciest restaurants are, are, are like steakhouses, you know? Uh, well, maybe maybe sushi. 
Um, okay. Although, so you do eat sushi. I do eat sushi. Okay. So that's uh. So you don't want carbs, but you're fine with mercury. Uh, no, I eat carbs. I'm all about. Or I mean, carbs. well, what's in red meat that you don't? Why don't you eat meat then? So I went. <laughs> I went completely vegan for like a year. Uh huh. And and this was just an attempt to lose weight. No. 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 Partially, but then also, uh, like my family. Well, now we're getting serious. Uh huh. Uh, heart problems is like. On basically on both sides, that's like the big the big thing, um, and really, actually, probably the reason that all of my male uh, elders have passed away. Uh, so yeah, I was like, man, I need to just like be healthier, and like my arteries need a break. So that's. Yeah, that's kind of what... So, like, had you... When you made... Like, before you made the decision to go vegan, did you... Had you seen a doctor and got blood work done and they were like, hey, cool it? Um, I have been to the doctor before and, I mean, the they have told me, like, my cholesterol's not good, my blood pressure and whatever. Like, it's not crazy, but, like, needs to come down. Mm. And then I've also been overweight for uh, most of my life, mm-hmm. uh, which that's a deep dive right there. But, um, yeah. And so then I went vegan for like a year. Um, and then I felt really good doing it. And then after a year I was like, maybe I'll try some stuff. So I tried chicken, um, again and I was like, yeah, it's chicken. It's fine. Um, and then I started eating eggs slowly and was like, oh, these eggs are what's up. And then I tried sushi and I was like, yeah, this is really good. I'm... And the, I know that those are the, like, on the healthier end of, of meats. Do you think you'll ever eat any red meat again? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I d- I'm not, like, I'm fine without it. I'm not, like, dying to see. I, sink my teeth into a burger. I don't, I don't think that, oh, see, you're just talking my language. I don't think I could ever give up hamburgers. It's not as hard as you would think. No, no, it, it is. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, as someone who's done it, it's I, not, I it's could not ne- I could never eat chicken again. I could never eat beef in some forms again. Like if I had to give up steak for the rest of my life to like, for like health reasons, I would and could. I think, but I don't think I could ever give up burgers like for life. Well, I mean, it's the functionally the same thing, steak and and burgers. Yeah, but see, they taste different though, and it's a different texture. Yeah. Well, I know, but so like the doctor's not going to be like. Hassan, listen. <laughs> listen, you can have all the burgers important. you want, but you've got to give up steak. <laughs> that, that'd that be the perfect world. That'd be an awesome doctor. Yeah. But yeah. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> um, um, what Did you watch, I'm guessing you didn't watch the Super Bowl? I did not watch the Super Bowl. I forgot it was the Super Bowl. I, I think half the country did. <laughs> It was the lowest rated Super Bowl in like really? the last 10 years, yeah. Because they're like, ah, Patriots again, whatever. Yeah, that and then I think I think there have been so many good football games this year, like leading up to the Super Bowl, and teams uh, with, between two teams that like people would have much rather seen in the Super Bowl than Tom Brady. Right. And so I think the, the, the AFC – Particularly the game to decide who was going to face 
like the I think the Chiefs were playing the Saints. That was a great game. Yeah, it's just like I think everybody wanted to see the Chiefs play the Rams in the Super Bowl mm. as opposed to the Patriots because that would have been I mean those are two really high-powered offense teams that like put on a show whereas like we what we got was like a really I didn't watch the game but what we got was like a really strong defensive game which is inherently boring because they're really good at stopping the team from doing anything exciting <laughs> right so it's like a gridlock the whole yeah it's kind of like watching baseball period <laughs> See, baseball, I'm not into sports at all. Yeah. Baseball is the one sport that I briefly did get into. And if I were to go to a Would game Would you like me now, to tell you why? <laughs> go ahead. Why? It's because uh, it's you're white. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but if I were going to go to a game live now, uh, that would be it. It would uh-huh. be baseball. Okay. I mean, the vibe at a baseball game is definitely cool. Like with the yeah, it's just like so laid back. Yeah, everyone's chilling. Like you don't really have to watch the game. Like yeah. it's kind of that's that's why I like just it. Just beers and nachos and yeah, Dodger dogs. Yeah, that, that is tight. Yeah, the food at baseball games is much better than any other sport. Mm. I, I'd say for sure. Uh, specifically at the Dodger Stadium, the garlic fries, dude. Oh man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Super Bowl wasn't good. The none of the commercials were good, mm. which is a letdown. Um, I'm trying to think. The halftime show, though, I heard horrible things about. Yeah, I watched the halftime show afterwards. No, I didn't watch it. You can watch it's on YouTube. Like okay. the entire thing is really bad. Uh, Maroon Five is. Is Maroon Five? <laughs> I think they make decent music for what they do. Um, I think they're able to hide how annoying Adam Levine's voice is on their records, but live, it's really hard to like hide that and his voice doesn't sound great singing the style of music that they make now right and so it's just like like it worked when they were playing upright piano and like doing all those songs but like now like they're doing songs these pop about records. if i may plain jane <laughs> exactly uh plain jane songs but now they're making bust down songs it doesn't sound good right and they're just not inherently or exciting exciting performers because it's Adam Levine and a bunch of nameless guys that are just like no one else knows yeah and it's just so it was kind of it was just really bad and you know you can tell they're not the type of band that plays that size of venue I mean few bands are but like they don't know how to put on a show in front of a hundred thousand people like they that's not so not what they do like that football field that set would have been great if it was at the troubadour you know But in front, you know, in a football if they stadium, were pre-selling tickets, like no one wants to hear "Harder to Breathe" at a football stadium, right? And then, and then Travis Scott comes out for God knows why for ten seconds, and does one of his songs randomly, and it's just they don't have any chemistry. Like you can tell, they never even met, right? Like, like Travis right. Scott. What's your name again? <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott got there, and like, you know, it's just yeah, it's just weird. It's just mm. a weird halftime show. They'd be better off just doing like a if they're if they're not gonna like <laughs> if they're not gonna like because the NFL is really out of touch with their like fan base mm-hmm. um, and they it's they kind of only speak to one part of their fan base and it's like the older white demographic right and if like if you're just gonna 
ignore the black the non-old white part of your audience for every other thing you might as well just fully ignore them in the halftime show and just do a big country show or something right. at least something that just like bring in toby keith and just get it over with i i'd be perfectly fine if i mean i wouldn't be perfectly fine but like they'd be much better off just having garth brooks play every year right <laughs> than like trying to fake it with maroon five and travis scott it's just like it was terrible yeah i know a bunch of people like turned it down mm-hmm. like I think Cardi B and Rihanna both passed. Yeah, for which sure. Rihanna a, would have been amazing. Cardi B would have been amazing too. That's a a crazy thing to be like, "Hey, you want to do the Super Bowl?" No thanks. Yeah. I mean, neither of them need to. <laughs> right. At this point. Um Yeah, they shouldn't have Is the Super Bowl on NBC? You're asking the wrong guy. I think it is. Um and if that's the case, then it makes sense why Adam Levine was on it, because he's, like, on the, oh, the, voice. the voice. There's kind of, like, you know, shaking of hands, like the mutual, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing. He's probably contractually obligated to say yes. <laughs> You're doing the Super Bowl this year, so... <laughs> How you liking that that seat on the voice? You liking that? Um, it's pretty comfortable. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Chair's good? That red velvet treating you nice? Yeah? <laughs> Is that how the Super Bowl? Is that how Roger Goodell talks? The head of the NFL, like a like a mobster. <laughs> hey yeah, hey yeah, you like that, huh? Is that uh, is that real comfy over there, huh? He talks like Joe Pesci. <laughs> um, did you watch the State of the Union? That just happened. No, but I saw the Nancy Pelosi sarcastic clap. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing I know from it. The State of the Union is gross. I don't know if you've ever, and not just because Donald Trump was doing it. It's more gross watching him do it, but the idea of it's kind of, or I don't know what it started out as because I wasn't at the first one. <laughs> but Well, here was the first State of the Union. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, the Union's pretty cool, but honestly, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to have to like build stuff <laughs> or like change my sheets or cook or can we solve that problem? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably was the first day of the union, but what it's become is like, I, I kid you not. I was, uh, I, at the time of the state of the union, I wasn't watching it. I was doing something else. I can't remember, but I could hear it on, on a TV in the next room Mm-hmm. And Donald, and it was it was low enough to where I couldn't make out what Donald Trump was saying, but it was loud enough to hear like the tone of his voice, and then to hear the audience reaction. Yeah. So I thought like this is either this is one of two things: the State of the Union address or like a pro wrestling event. Because <laughs> he would say something. He all I'd hear was. <laughs> <laughs> and and the crowd just <laughs> and I'm just like is this like is this what is this what this is a is this what we're doing right here like it was just it's just gross man like yeah. he'll say something like just a fact or or even if it's not a fact just he'll just say a statement with no inherent value to it or whatever and then the room just cheers and it's just people are you know every he'll say something and every once in a while you hear some guy in the crowd like some man like be like that's that's right or you know like it's just like i don't know man yeah it's like we could the state of the union address should like didn't they used to do it like on camera in an empty room uh i i don't know 
I feel like didn't they used to do it that way? Like it'd be like the president sitting in. Maybe I'm just thinking no, of no, the cause... second X Men movie <laughs> when they break into the, the White House. Yeah, I think you're confused. You know what? I, have you yeah. seen? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? When Nightcrawler's like in the. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's because uh, I think part of the thing is the Speaker of the House invites the president, oh. and so then they come and address. The nation, but then also they address Congress. Because so, what am I thinking of? Like, because I remember X two X Men United. <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. No, aside from that, because I know Barack Obama wasn't in that movie. <laughs> but didn't know Barack Obama used to do like State of the Union addresses, like in in like the uh, the White House press room? No, so he did fireside chats where it would just be on YouTube, and those were like weekly or monthly, something like that, where he would just be like, "Hey, here's what we're doing." Uh, but that wasn't like a full state of the union. All right. In a world where we all have the internet and viewing devices in our, in the palm of our hands, I think the state of the union should be done in a room with the president by himself or speaking to a camera VR. (laughs) So you can look around. It should be done via Oculus Rift. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I want to be in the room. Actually, I don't want to be in the room. No, you don't. You don't want to smell his ketchup breath. (laughs) You know, his breath smells like ketchup. Always. No, I feel like to take the circus aspect of it, because, dude, the, the the worst part of it was when he was, like, parading around, like, Holocaust survivors yeah. to try to, like, s- s- use that as evidence of why we need a wall dividing us from Mexico. Right. <laughs> it's just wild. Like, it's crazy. See, walls work because the Holocaust or something. Yeah. And those guys looked all confused, like, this is not what they said this was going to be. <laughs> There's no cake here at all. <laughs> They thought it was going to be a birthday celebration. They're like, oh, they had the one guy from that Pixar chess playing short. <laughs> you should go Google the guy. Uh, Jerry. Looks, that's his name. Looks, Jerry's looks, game. You should look up the, one of the Holocaust survivors from the State of the Union. Looks exactly like that guy. Right down to the uh, the Newsies cap. <laughs> the camera pans to him. He's playing chess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just gross, man. Yeah. I think the State of the Union should be done. With the president in front of a camera from the Oval Office saying what he feels like he needs to say. And then because the Democrats who give their response don't get to get up in front of Congress and, and riff off of riff right. off of what Trump just said to a live audience. That'd be great. Well, they did. Actually, the Democrats did a response. It wasn't like in the right, same it's in event. front of a camera in an office. Oh, right. <laughs> like I would love for like, you know, pass the mic. <laughs> so it's open mic night <laughs> at Congress. Yeah. I would I would love for you know Cory Booker or somebody to get up right after Trump is done and be like all right all right <laughs> everybody settle down all right let's 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 actually go through this no they're not going to do that right. so why should the president do that like why should he get cheered at every line that he says but well he is the president so he's a third of the uh, branch. He's one third of the three branches of government. Four branches. You forgot Russia. <laughs> the Russian, Zing. the Russian branch of the. Uh, that's not what type of show this is going to be. No, <laughs> I'm not Bill Maher. <laughs> new rule. New rule. <laughs> Was that Trump or Maher? <laughs> that's Bill Maher. Oh, okay. New new rule. Rule. New rule. Trump is new rule. Oh, new rule. You guys stick your teeth out for there. Yeah. <sighs> The breath here. Okay. Okay. 
Good thing we're the first guys to come up with a Trump impression. Dude, the we're internet gonna corner, is going to go we're gonna, wild. We're going to corner the market on Trump impressions. <laughs> New rule. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a circus, man. It was not cool. It looked gross. The only time I want to hear somebody talk about America and get cheered is when I watch uh, Bill Pullman do it in Independence Day. Right. <laughs> That's the only time I really want to see that. Imagine... Imagine the scene from Independence Day where he's rallying the troops, right, to go fight off the alien invaders. And so this this should I think that speech should be the bar for anybody we elect president. If you try to imagine that person giving that speech in that movie, it needs to work or they can't be president. <laughs> right. Like you should have to in the presidential election process, the deciding factor, I don't care how many votes you got, the deciding factor is they hand you a script. <laughs> <laughs> and you stand in front of a camera and you have to read the Bill Pullman speech uh from Independence Day. And if it if it if it if you bomb, you can't you can't be it. Like sorry. Sorry. What if what shit if hits the a- fan? Yeah, what if aliens destroy the White House and every monument on earth? What 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 happens then? What are you going to do? Hmm? Yeah. You're not going to rally us. <laughs> yeah, I think that should be the bar. I think that's 100% reasonable. Tonight we fight for our independence. Like that, dude, that's a great movie. You should yeah. watch that movie again. Yeah, that's a great movie. Welcome to Earth. Yep. <laughs> hey, Will Smith is funny, man. He, sh- he should become president. Then it'd be really full circle. <laughs> See, like I would, like Will Smith is cool. Uh-oh. If he, it, You're going to get on your conservative guy no. rant right now? <laughs> All right, that's the America liberals one, okay. all right? <laughs> no, I just think, like, celebrity presence, we tried it. It's not It's not working. What about Ronald Reagan? He was a Hollywood actor, is what is what the left would say no is 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 the counter argument yeah well you know in this kind of i mean in the, the current environment you can kind of have to be a celebrity for better or for worse in order to reach so, yeah. that level of national support like, yeah like because people not have to know about you. yeah people have to know who you like if you're not a celebrity by trade you have to quickly become one Right, and the people who have the best shot at winning president, winning president—that's basically what it is. The people who have the best shot of winning the president game uh, are people who understand that and like make themselves famous. And thus, Donald Trump, and actually, yeah, Obama too. Yeah, yeah, you got to have a campaign. He had a yeah, very strong campaign. So really, uh, when they said in middle school that running for ASB president is not a popularity contest, and everyone it knew that it was, certainly is. A, it yeah. still is uh, in every election. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think the Rock should run for president. Hey, do you seriously think that? Yeah, I think so. I love <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and he's a, a great person to follow uh-huh. online. But I don't want him to be president. Why? Because, like I just said, like, we tried the Hollywood, or not the Hollywood, but like celebrity uh, president, and I feel like it's not the best. But are you using Donald Trump for that bar? Because there's a lot of different people who well, are like, celebrities. <laughs> what makes The Rock qualified to be president? Do you? What's the qualifications for being president? Congress says that they are the Constitution says it's being over what forty five. Well, I mean, okay. and being a U.S. citizen. Yes. I mean, that's the, that's it. Like There's nothing in the con- in the Constitution about. Well, you have to know how well, economics work. And I you don't have mean to have a legally. Degree. I mean, what's going to make them a good leader for the country? I mean, that's subjective. 
Okay, so what is going to make... Half the country, apparently, and, and most of Russia, thought Donald Trump had the best qualities to lead the country. Right. But that's subjective. And he clearly doesn't. I mean, it's so far... I, he's still got time to turn it around. I have hope. I'm kidding. <laughs> These last two years, I don't know. He could flip a switch. I'm going to throw my MAGA hat down and storm out of here. <laughs> no, um, I think I think The Rock could be a good president. I mean... Why would he make a good president? One, I think what may... Okay, I don't know if he's going to be a good president. I don't know if anyone <laughs> is going to be a good president. Because the presidents president, are over. The job of president is preposterous, and I don't think anyone's equipped to do it. But I think he makes a really compelling candidate because... One, he is the American success story, success story in a lot of ways. He went from being flat broke and used his best skill sets to leverage a career and then used what he gained from his initial careers to leverage that into a more lucrative career that he's used to help out a lot of different people and employ millions and millions of people the honest way, not like the Trump way. Right. <laughs> Here, come build this tower and I'm never going to pay you for it. Right. No, he employs, you know, I mean, The Rock went from being a, a failed, I mean, not a failed college athlete, but, a, you know, a college athlete that didn't go to the next level to being a broke professional wrestler to being the richest guy in Hollywood. So if- and, not, and not just like because he's good looking and everybody wants to put him in a movie. That's part of it. But he also runs his own production company and produces these movies and is a good salesman when it comes to selling these movies to markets around the world. So it's not just, he's just, Oh, he's buff. So let's, he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he's, he's a businessman. Uh, and, I, and, 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 and him being a, that's not the, him being a good businessman. is not the only compelling trait. Cause he, I mean, he's honest. It seems he seems to be a family man. He seems yeah. to like, the Rock's never gone on an interview and just like said something flippant without thought, and like and it's just like, whoa, well, you sh- probably shouldn't have said that. He's not gonna, he hasn't Liam Neeson'd it. Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, you know, he seems thoughtful and he seems like he understands. I think the most attractive thing about him, besides his pecs, the most attractive <laughs> thing, the most attractive thing about The Rock is, is his butt. Is his butt? No. Is that is the eyebrow thing? No, I'm kidding. Is the uh, the most attractive thing about the Rock is that at every step of his career, he seemed to really understand his platform and like the the sort of responsibility that comes along with it, and like has never seemed to like abuse his platform. He understands like the weight his voice carries and like how far his reach is, and he always uses it to promote something positive and to promote something that could be uplifting for people who have nowhere near as amount of money as he does. And I think that's respectful because respectable and admirable, especially if someone who's going to be the president who will be you know the most powerful person in the in the world. You want that person to be aware of their platform and what kind of reach their voice carries and understand how that affects people who live a completely different life than they do. That's the one thing that I think, well, there's a lot of things, but I think that's one of the major flaws with Donald Trump as a person is he doesn't understand that when he says things like he does, he seems to not understand the correlation of you can't be at a rally and say, uh, if a, 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 a journalist stands up and says, Hey, th- those are wrong facts or whatever. And tries to protest. He has to understand that when he says, you know, back in the day, they would have just beat you up and carried you outside. He has to understand the correlation between those words and any violence that may happen because of that. Or he has to understand that you can't call Kim Jong-un rocket man on Twitter. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, I think the rock understands. I mean, lots of people understand that. Right. So (laughs) if the bar is that low, but I think, no, I, I just think the rock, like 
for as big a platform and as as big a celebrity that he is, he seems to have a level head and understand the mindset and the struggles of everyday people. I think that's important. If it is, as we established, just a popularity contest, he would win hands down. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he could fund his own campaign, which is, I think, is, is important now in, yeah. in American politics. He doesn't need the backing of, you know, super PACs and any yeah. particular lobbyist or anything. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't know this was going to turn into a Sans political corner, but. <laughs> we got a Sans hip hop corner, a Sans political corner. Man. Anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, get out of here? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to touch on your knee. Nah, I don't. I don't need you to do that. All right, we'll we'll do that after. Beeb. <laughs> yeah, B, you call me Beeb right now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. All yeah, right. Anything else? You good? Uh, I'm good. This has been oh right, uh, the weekly regular. Yeah, this has been the weekly <laughs> regular. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time listening. Hi. I'm Brand. I'm. <laughs> oh damn, we're bad at this. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, my name is Asan, and I'm Brandon, and we bring you a weekly conversation between two regular guys. I, and also, we have a tw- uh, not Twitter, Instagram account now. We do. We have an Instagram account. So follow us at Weekly Regular on f- on Instagram. We should probably get a Twitter too. Uh, it, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> follow us <laughs> at weekly regular on instagram you can find our episodes on apple podcasts and spotify yep. as well uh yeah l- looking forward to uh be on the lookout for those deep dive episodes where we'll have uh interesting guests come on and we'll do this same conversation but with a third party and hopefully it'll be fun and enjoyable and even deeper even even deeper uh thanks see you guys next week bye